Dan. Hey there. You made me watch a movie last night. Made is perhaps strong language. Strong language. <laughs> I returned home from teaching my class for the first week for this semester, mm-hmm. and I was immediately beset by you with ropes and chains. Yes. Towed down into my theater room. where Strapped into yep. the chair. Like this. Yeah. Little things on your eyes like in Clockwork Orange. Yep. Yep. And I was I was exposed to a movie. And so we're going to talk about <laughs> that experience. But you said you don't have a food heist. You have a, a food heist teaser. I have a food heist teaser. Oh. Okay. So, dear listeners, whatever you do, under no circumstances should you Google suitcase full of meat. We're going to talk about it next week or possibly even two weeks from now. But don't look it up. Don't spoil it for yourself. Is it actually going to live up to this hype? I have no idea. I haven't read the article yet. <laughs> it just came across your desk yeah. and then you had Somebody to Somebody sent it to me and I'm like, oh, this sounds really cool. I'm going to do this. And then I've been busy all day and I have not read about the suitcase full of meat. So... Don't you read about it either. (laughs) Uh, That's awesome. Uh, You're going to read it and you're going to be like, oh, this is actually not that interesting. This is super boring. We're going to hype this up. Like I'm imagining just Mm -hmm. like a a steamer trunk just full of ground beef, top to bottom. Okay. I I can't imagine that's what it is. I imagine it's like a cow, a suitcase that's just like the various cuts, right? Yeah. Like maybe a small cow. And, you know, you're opening it up and it's like, you know, we got this very special cow that we cut up and put in your suitcase. Somebody like in a, you know, airplane carry-on bag just full of viscera. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, the movie you made me watch. (laughs) I I joke about this because we do do like bad movies around here. Yes. This is a movie that you and I had talked about a few months ago. Yes. I think on this show. You pitched it to uh, me, and yeah. I'm like, I have to see this. And you said, please call whoever. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was Becky, who's right there. Set up a time, and we'll do bad movie night in the theater. So I did. And I was exposed to the glory that is Yo Yo Girl Cop. Yo Yo Girl Cop. Yo Yo Girl Cop. The um, official Dan Wells most yeah. awesome movie ever. It lived up to what you had said. <laughs> um, some of the people in our screening. Mm-hmm. We're a little bored in the middle. Act two mm-hmm. is a real drag. I was not never bored because it was always weird enough, <laughs> even though there's no action. There's very little, you know, explosions and yo-yos being flung around in the middle act yeah. where it has a really, really strong opening. One of the, oh, the strongest yeah. openings I have ever seen to a bad movie. The most yeah. dramatic sandwich eating that like, has ever been filmed. I remembered you saying that, but I did not expect, like, guys... <laughs> <laughs> this movie, it's like the first five minutes, it's like a snap zoom became sentient and decided to film its own movie. Yes. Right? Well, at war with a Dutch angle. Yes, yes. The Dutch angle. It's a child <laughs> of a snap zoom and a Dutch angle. Like this movie, it was amazing. They did so many cool things that they thought were great but were bad. For instance... <laughs> Which I think is the hallmark of yes. what makes yes. a bad movie enjoyable. Yeah. This is not a bad movie. Like, they knew they were campy. They didn't know they were bad. They yeah. thought they were dramatic campy, right? They thought that they were Scott Pilgrim versus the world, right? Mm-hmm. Where the camp is intentional, but the movie's still dramatic and things like yeah. that. I think that's what they assumed they were making. 
but they made all sorts of wonderful, delightful mistakes. Like they didn't get a separate camera rig to do any slow-mo. They just in post decided to slow it, which means that your frame rate changes. So things just jump across the screen in slow motion and it's really choppy. And Though to be fair, that yeah. choppy effect did, I think, match thematically the snap zooms that they kept yes. doing throughout yes. the sandwich yes. portion. Yes. yes, they have to slow back down because they've been <laughs> snap zooming so much. Man. And you said Dutch angles. If you don't know, that's when they tilt. Mm-hmm. Usually it makes things feel off kilter or just a little more stylized. Like they would do that just in random scenes for no reason all the time. Yeah. And... There's a guy, it's a sandwich, and they are really just like zooming in, doing the foley. Well, and not just zoom, but yeah, the, the foley art. Like, you know, the unsheathing a sword yeah. sound effect that people use yeah. even when just a sword is being swung around? Yes. We got that every time this guy took a bite of a sandwich yeah. or moved it or... Yeah, the looked, whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> like a snap zoom sometimes has a sound for it. And kind of bad movies. We got like 30 of those in the first five minutes of this. It's oh, it's adorable. It's, great. it's a wonderful movie. It does slow down. But the thing I liked about that middle part is that's where we started to figure out the evil villain's big plan. Sort of. Sort of. As best to to the can. extent that the movie is intelligible, Act yeah. 2 is where that comes into focus. And what I discovered, at least I pieced together, is that the Big villains, like it says in the back of the box, stop an apocalypse. Mm-hmm. This is, there are about 15 kids who've been bullied across Japan that the evil bad guys are going to try to bully into detonating themselves with bombs. Yes. But just together in a room, which is awful. Like it's a yeah. terrible decision. It's terrible and it's horrible. Absolutely bad idea to have your campy yeah. movie be about teenage bullying and suicide. Mm-hmm. But the apocalypse was that these guys are internet trolls. Bullying kids. Yeah. And that sounds like it would actually be an interesting thing for a movie. But you got to understand, this is a movie where a teenager has been recruited and given a special superpowered spy yo-yo to infiltrate and fight yo-yo enemies to save the world from a countdown. Mm-hmm. And we find out that the countdown is... The countdown is maybe 30 kids. Yeah. And all in one auditorium. Yes. Like, it's not even, I'm going to bully you into becoming my... Suicide Personal bomber. Armor, army, yeah. Yeah, in order to, you know, achieve some kind of terrorist goals. Nope, it's just getting rid of people, which is terrible. And let's be yes. clear about that. It's terrible because it's a really bad decision on their part mm-hmm. to make that. And it's even hard to talk about, but it also is such a bizarre thing like that it comes down to school bullying, this countdown, and the multiple, multiple government agencies from different countries involved trying to yes. figure out what this countdown is and why it has a nuke going off as its representation of the mm-hmm. countdown. And you're like, oh, they're going to find a nuke. They're going to blow up the city. They're going to hold it hostage. And then it's like, and then we're going to bully these kids. All these kids, we're going to get them real good. <laughs> we're going to prank them so badly. And you're like, oh. I'm like, oh, okay. You're our supervillain? That's all it was. Yes. This is... And it uh, wasn't even revenge. It's just like for the lulls. They were just internet trolls, the bad guys. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so bizarre. The the main villain, Mm -hmm. I can't even remember his name, even though it's like... Romeo. Four or five lines of dialogue, and one of them is where he says his real name, and I still can't remember it. It's something Jiro. Mm -hmm. Oh, it is. It's just Jiro. Comma. Yeah. Something Jiro. Jiro would be the the given name. Yeah. We don't know why he's doing any of this. He doesn't have motivations. At the Mm -hmm. end, he says, 
At least I had a lot of fun. And then he blows himself up. They were probably going for a Joker-esque sort mm-hmm. of thing for him, right? Yeah. But, like, you first meet him, he's, like, on the maintenance staff at the school, having graduated a year or two before. Yeah. And, like... He's the sinister custodian who yes. just walks by in the background, and you see a faint hint of a smile. Yep. And, and then, some director thought that was really sinister. He shows up later and has the most uncomfortable dialogue free i'm going to stick my earbuds in your ear so you can hear the harpsichord music i'm listening to the screen thinks it's romantic yes the direction is saying hey look at this romantic scene between the hero and the villain where they meet on a bus but she's just like not wanting to look at him and just like sticks earbuds and then there's harpsichord music see and i didn't get that it was supposed to be romantic until the end yes when she says do you like playing with people's hearts? And then crushes the iPod or whatever mm-hmm. that he gave her. Because up until then, I thought that he was trying to convey a message. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stun her with like sonic waves. No, apparently that was supposed to read as romantic. And it doesn't read as the Joker is playing with you. It's like, here is this evil mastermind who's going to give you an insight into his soul. Yeah. Harpsichord music, we still don't know why. Harpsichord music. And then... It was a delightful experience of the whole way through. Well, and it has, you know, first of all, there's fantastic yo-yo combat. Yes. Not nearly as much as you would expect in a movie called Yo-Yo Not as much as I wanted. I'll admit that. Yeah. There's really only one yo-yo fight, Mm -hmm. though she does use a yo-yo again at the end against other people who do not have yo-yos. Yes. But the movie does contain my favorite dramatic reveal of all time. Yep. Which is that villain at the end. I almost don't even want to say what it is because I don't want to spoil it for people. We can maybe not say what it is, but we can say, like, I saw it and he went like this. And you've seen this in movies before where it looks like he's pulling off a mask, Mm -hmm. right? Like a Mission Impossible mask. Like he's been someone else all along and he goes to do this and then... And then that's not what it is. It's not what it is. And you're like, wait. yeah. And then they never mention what it means or... Rarely, if ever... Yeah. has a movie spent so much of its dramatic mm-hmm. impact on revealing something that means absolutely nothing. Yeah. And I love it so much. So the ending is fantastic. The ending is mm-hmm. great. It involves Yo-Yo Girl Cop running down a hallway, like a, an exposed platform with people up on yeah. girders and like uh, an walkways. ruined factory. In a ruined factory with machine guns. And they shoot at her. And because she's running, she has no superpowers in this regard. They just all either miss or hit her leather cat suit that smokes when it's shot. Yes. But doesn't. It is immune to bullets. But this isn't And it is up. immune to bombs. But it can be easily cut by swords yeah. and does not protect her from the impact of punches. Yeah. So it's not set up. No. She does have a suit up moment. We didn't know that a suit up moment was coming. <laughs> And then, and, and she suits up in her superhero cat suit, but keeps on her tie from mm-hmm. her school so uniform. So it's still a bit of a schoolgirl yes. fetish thing. And then apparently it's bulletproof. But the thing is, the bullets never hit vital areas. They're always hitting the shoulders and stuff. So mm-hmm. it might be that it's not bulletproof and that she's just She just has playing. a lot of bullets in her shoulders. She's getting nicked over <laughs> oh, and over I mean, again. It could be. Right? But like, you know. 
10 people shooting machine guns. It's not like Batman with his cape that they make mm-hmm. it very clear. She just runs. Yeah. And then it's mm-hmm. indescribable in some ways. Yeah. So just to provide a little bit of background to anyone yes. out there listening who who's curious where this movie came from, it is actually part of the Sukeban Deka series, which basically means delinquent girl detective. Uh-huh. There were two movies made in the 70s. We learned after the fact that this is like the daughter of the original Sukebandeka girl from the 70s. There were apparently two new spin-off mangas made of this just last year or the year before. So it's a long ongoing thing. And it's, you found this movie cool. how? Okay, so I was with your brother, Jordo. Yes. And this was years ago. I want to say 15 years ago. It's whenever blockbusters were all closing down. And one of the blockbusters here in town was going out of business and they were having this big, huge fire sale. Like, we need to clear out our inventory. I was specifically looking for original trilogy Star Wars without the special edition modifications. Because I have those on video, but I wanted to find them on a DVD. And those are very hard to find. Yes, because you are a gentleman. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say... 45 years old. No, no, you're, you're, you're a gentleman connoisseur. Yes. I wanted to have, you know, the, the versions that I watched as a kid and fell in mm-hmm. love with, I wanted to see if I could find DVDs of those. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to, but I did find on their bargain shelf for either $1 or $5. I want to say it was one. It had to be one. It had to be this one. Is, this is uh, you 20 know, years the, ago and everything else yeah. would be five, mm-hmm. right? The random nonsense that you see on those, you know, bargain bin mm-hmm. DVD things, Yo-Yo Girl Cop. And based purely on the title, I bought it. And that's the best dollar I've ever spent. It was great. You know, it's interesting. I enjoy bad movies. My wife has never really gotten into them. And it takes a certain mindset and a certain taste. And certain movies, like, I don't like the films that try to be bad on purpose. Yeah. Those can be fun, but that's not what I'm talking about here. That's mm-hmm. n- no shade against those, yeah. you know, but it takes a certain level. There's a area in the center where they're actually, I just don't enjoy them at all. Mm-hmm. On one side, you have Kung Pao. I love Kung Pao, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I love Kung Pao. It is bad on purpose, but it's also funny. Yeah. And then you get into... Look how bad we are. That's the funny part, which I don't enjoy. And then you Mm -hmm. get to sincere, we're making something awesome. And it legitimately is awesome sometimes. Yeah. And then it's bad in every other way. Yeah. And it's delightful. And I think what defines that middle section for Mm -hmm. me is just low effort. Okay. You know, like the scary movie series and epic movie and all of those. I was thinking more Birdemic and stuff like that. Sharknado. Sharknado specifically Mm -hmm. I'll quibble on and say that it's a masterpiece, but Megalodon versus Giant Octopus, those kind of things that they knew they were making schlock. Mm -hmm. Those aren't as fun, but I'll also say the ones where you know they're just cranking out cheap movies quickly for a specific audience. Right. Those aren't as fun. You're right. Like there are some of those Sharknado, some trauma stuff that's just Mm -hmm. really fun, even though it knows. Like, But that's camp rather than bad. Mm-hmm. And I can like camp. Yeah. If it's well done camp, well crafted mm-hmm. and understood camp, I will enjoy. Yeah. Movies like Not Another Teen Movie, mm-hmm. I actually really like that one. Because yeah. you can tell they put some effort into it I and mean, they cared about what they were making. They all tried to be Naked Gun. 
mm-hmm. and the Naked Gun films are great. Police Squad, I think, is better, the television show oh, that inspired hands it. hands down. But they're funny. And so you can do a harebrained spoof like that and have it be really good. Yeah. My favorite bad movie is, I think we may have talked about some of this before, is nothing unusual. It's Troll 2. I love Troll 2. I yeah. get a big kick out of it. And did you already show Troll we 2? Already? Okay. I have it. I, I, have, I haven't seen it. I, I need to Blu-ray watch it. Blu-ray of Troll of 2. Troll 2. And the funny thing is, we couldn't find my Blu-ray for the screening. Uh, it was in my bathtub because we'd stacked a bunch of old stuff in there. In, a in, likely excuse. Yeah. And so we, we know you take baths with your Blu-ray of Troll Two. We, I do, yeah, all the time. No, no, you take baths with popcorn. Oh, okay. Have you not seen Troll Two? No, I have not seen Troll Two. Oh, okay. I need to. Okay, but you've already watched. I have to watch it independently. Yeah. But regardless. We had to buy a copy, digital copy, so we didn't mm-hmm. have another, a digital copy of Troll 2 as well, because, you know. Um, what connoisseur does not own two copies two of copies Troll 2? Two copies of Troll 2. I mean, yeah. come on. It is delightful beginning to end, but, you know, I enjoy bad movies. I also enjoy, there's like branching tree of badness, mm-hmm. right? Like, Troll 2 is a different kind of badness than Cats. Which I love cats. I made yeah. everyone watch cats, right? Mm-hmm. Cats is a transcendently wonderful experience because it is fantastic filmmakers and actors going wrong in every way humanly possible. We've talked about yeah. that before. Did a whole episode. But there's a branch in between these which contains movies like Equilibrium, which we were talking about last night, in which Christian Bale is amazing. The director is a visionary genius who is also really from another planet, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Remind me who directed that one. Because um, it's it's the guy, and I know... Kurt Wimmer. Kurt Wimmer. Kurt Wimmer did Equilibrium. Mm-hmm. And we just, because you need to take some ibuprofen, glanced yeah. over his IMDb to double check. <laughs> All the other things on. that he's done. And what we discovered is he had like a normal period because he mm-hmm. did like the Sphere movie. Did you see that? No, I did not okay. see Sphere. I did see Thomas Crown Thomas Affair. Crown Affair, which is good. Um, so yeah, it's a legit and, and, good movie. and I think that mm-hmm. he maybe was doing those like you know to earn trust in the industry. Yeah. And then he has his "I'm going insane" period, <laughs> where he decided gun katas was the thing, and you have mm-hmm. you know Equilibrium and Ultraviolet and stuff like that. And he did Salt, which is just it's like less weird than those two. Yeah. It's still weird. It, it's right? still weird, and mm-hmm. it's still. I think goes over the top, but it doesn't Salt, go. Salt is the Ben Bullets ridiculous movie, right? Salt is Angelina Jolie. Yes, Salt the Ben Bullets movie, which is the Ben, ben Bullet where, where they they shoot their guns and they spin their arms while. Oh no, that's Wanted. That's Wanted. That's yes, a different person. And I don't think that's him. That's not him. That's someone no. else. Okay, so Salt but is also the Angelina an Angelina Jolie, Jolie shooting yes, people movie. Right. I got those two conflated. I've seen them both. Yeah. But no bending bullets. That would have been a good thing mm-hmm. for him to go. Is the bending bullets? Yeah. Salt is yeah. Angelina Jolie is in espionage. Yeah. And then it goes two or three levels deeper into unbelievable conspiracy than I typically like my espionage to go. But I still enjoyed it a lot. But he has that perfect pair. Because Ultraviolet's actually pretty good too, but it's no Equilibrium. I haven't seen that one. Equilibrium is the masterpiece of these all (laughs) because he's a decent, good filmmaker. Mm -hmm. And then this is his wacky idea where Equilibrium is... What if you read the book 1984 and you thought, this is amazing. What if it had 
gun ninjas. Gun ninjas. And what if reloading your pistols were a martial art? Yes. <laughs> and that movie yeah. is awesome. Like in a different way from Yo-Yo Girl Cop because mm-hmm. I am there for every action scene in Equilibrium. The action is great. Mm-hmm. And the- It is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. The underlying yeah. premise is compelling like Silver Age science fiction, yes. right? Yeah. The idea of, I think they call them sense crimes rather than thought crimes. Yeah. No one um, is supposed to feel anything. Emotions are illegal. Yeah. You need to take your pills to suppress your emotions. If mm-hmm. you stop taking them, they destroy art because, you know, art makes you feel emotions. Yeah. It's a, it's a good, you know, classic, like you it said. It has some Silver genu- Age genuinely wonderful scenes in it. Like the first time he listens to Beethoven. Yep. And you're so, like, yeah. I mean, it's Christian Bale. He's yeah. a really, really He's good actor. He's able to sell the wonder of hearing Beethoven for the first time when you've never heard music at all. And then you cut a person in half with a katana and, yeah. you know, shoot people. The dark room scene where, in equilibrium, there's a scene where there's a bunch of people in a room ready to shoot him. Mm-hmm. And he kicks down the door and lands on it, skids into the room and goes, bang, 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 in the darkness. And they all fall down dead because he knows the exact where they're going to be kata to do that will automatically <laughs> hit them all is a brilliant scene. It's mm-hmm. so visually compelling. Yeah, and it is so dumb. It is so over the top dumb <laughs> that I love it. Like yeah. being so earnest about something so dumb earns you enormous amounts of credibility in mm-hmm. my book. So Emily's never seen Equilibrium. I bought it. Really? It's sitting on the um, okay. hard drive, ready yeah. to be watched at some point when it's like, Emily will enjoy that movie, but it has to be after her bedtime. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Emily's enjoyment of this type of movie goes up when she should be she's, she's little punchy. deprived. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Very good. Does yeah. Don like bad movies? Not really. It depends. Again, it depends heavily on mindset. Mm-hmm. For Dawn, it is less about being kind of sleepy, and it she has to have nothing to do. Okay, yeah. If With my wife, there's always, if there's something in the back of her mind, like, I could be more productive right now if I were doing X, she really has to completely separate herself from the possibility of chores in order to sink into something and enjoy it. Okay. So, I really want to get us to watch Equilibrium, but I also, I really want to show everyone some Neil Breen films. Do you know about Neil Breen? Enlighten me. Neil Breen is the Walt Disney of bad cinema. Okay. So, if you look at Tommy Wiseau, Tommy Wiseau created one masterpiece, Mm -hmm. right? He's the one-hit wonder. Neil Breen is the... Adam's seen them. (laughs) He is the gift that keeps on giving. Okay. And each movie is bad in a new and interesting way. So he's an architect from Vegas or something like that who was very successful as an architect, decided to take his money and make movies. Okay. And give me some titles Twisted Pair, Double Down. You haven't heard? No, No, I haven't heard of any of these. Oh, man. And he decided to make them and he writes, directs, and stars in them. Okay. He does the special effects. And he is not a good actor. He's a very bad actor in all the right ways. Mm -hmm. And his movies are important, powerful movies about the foibles and problems in humankind. And he usually represents either a super spy, an alien, or an AI individual who has come 
to earth or gone on this mission in order to expose corruption and improve morality. Imagine the day the earth stood still. Have you seen the day the yeah, earth stood still? Yeah. If the guy who was sent, Klaatu, if he were instead a monotone guy who liked to give speeches that didn't make sense, who was directing himself in a movie about how great he is. And <laughs> it's it's amazing. Okay. And so I want to put on Twisted Pair. Twisted Pair is Neil Brain discovers stock footage, the movie. <laughs> and it's amazing. Like there's one famous scene where he like got stock footage of like a giant eagle or falcon or something. Mm-hmm. And he like puts himself into the scene Forrest Gump style. Okay. Like hanging out with his giant eagle because he's a friend to all the animals. And there's like another one that's really famous where he just shows up with some army guys and are in a firefight. And he pauses the stock footage so he can walk up to the guys and incorporate himself. And he says, come on, guys, I'll save you. And then pushes play on it like in editing. And Uh they start walking. He runs ahead of them to get them to safety. That's so great. Um, And it's all completely earnest. None of it. I mean, unless he's the best performance artist that's ever existed, it's all perfectly (laughs) earnest. It has him trying to do something, have a message, and they're just delightful to watch. And so I want to show Equilibrium, but I really want to, I want to get the crew watching some Neil Breen. Very good. Yes. Uh So, so... What I'm hearing then is that bad movie nights are going to become a regular. Well, I mean, they already have because I made them watch Cats and I've made them watch Troll 2 and you've made them watch Yo-Yo Girl Cop. We we need to get more of the company coming to these. Yeah. Because Yo-Yo Girl Cop only had, yeah, there are only like 10 of us. I mean, we did watch it at 9 o'clock p.m., but that's when bad movies are best. Mm -hmm. So anyway. You know, the one that we need to get. Yeah. Is Ninja Three Ninja the Domination. Three the Domination, which is mm-hmm. the first bad movie I can remember watching, really and really enjoying, like uh, where my brain had with got us or had you seen it? No, okay. with you guys. The first time I ever mm-hmm. saw a movie that I'm like, I am loving this, but I should be hating it. What's going on? What? And so, so that experience, and I yeah. don't think we've talked about this on the show. I apologize. We've if we mentioned have. it uh, before. We can talk. It is deeply rooted in the DNA of what. This has become. Yes. Because it was the first time that you and I and Peter and Ben, ben yes. all went to a convention. When we were college students, we were trying to break in. Yep. We were trying to meet editors. We were trying to do all this stuff. So mm-hmm. we went to the World Fantasy Convention in Corpus Christi, Texas. Yep. We shared a hotel room. And late at night, we just turned on the TV to see what was there. And it was Ninja 3, The Domination. Which I have watched again since, oh, and it's... Is it as good as we remember? I am so fond of it. I still remembering <laughs> it, babe. It's good. Okay. That experience is kind of different because mm-hmm. we were four friends from college trying to make our way in the, the publishing yeah. world, or we were three friends from college trying to make our way in the publishing world, and Ben. <laughs> Who was there? Who was there for moral, moral support. support? He shouldn't be understood that he wasn't one of our friends. Just that he he had different reasons for going. Yeah, maybe he wanted to watch the the potential car wreck that is the three of us trying to find our way. Um, he wanted to watch us. Yeah, sit Tom Doherty down in a hallway and yeah, pitch him books. We showed him that Ben. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to see a train wreck, and now here we are. Maybe he just wanted to watch Ninja Three: mm-hmm. The Domination. 
Yeah. And he knew that it was going to happen. <laughs> you know, it's a good thing he didn't want to be in publishing because the other two of you ended up as VPs in my company. And Ben <laughs> is the one who's not been sucked in because we don't know what to do with like we a don't know tech to, bro. That is the first thing he yeah. said when you hired me was, yeah. well, when are you going to hire me? I, we don't need to, We don't need you. <laughs> we don't need a guy who maintains the back end thing. Can for... we hire him as a jester? <laughs> to sit in the corner and make fun of us? Because he'd be good at that. He might be. He might be. If he, he does that wear for motley. free. That's Why true. would we hire him for it? We get texts <laughs> after every episode. Never do it for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. So, and those conventions, the next one of those is where we met our editor. Moshe, mm-hmm. guy who broke us in and had our our wonderful Chinese spaghetti Chinese story. Korean yeah spaghetti. So yeah, yeah, that was my first experience with a movie that I thought I should hate, that I loved, and that mm-hmm. turned you into a lifelong fan. Yeah. of bad movies. Yeah, you're right. Well, it is like mixed up in the DNA even of the company that my my mm-hmm. coming to love bad movies and so yeah, well, yo yo girl cop. You got any other gems you're waiting? So my next two are Equilibrium and Twisted Pair. That's the next two things I want to get the company to watch. Mm-hmm. What do you have in your back pocket that you Bad want to movies, show us? Like I, or obviously it has to be Mom and Dad Save the World. Okay. We have not shown that to the company. Is it still? Like I haven't seen it yet. You yes. said it's great. It doesn't hold up to the level of hilarity I thought it had. Okay. Genuine hilarity. Uh-huh. I view it now as a bad movie, but the thing mm-hmm. is, it's Jeffrey Jones and mm-hmm. Terry Garr and uh-huh. John Lovitz. Right. And like Eric Idle is okay. in it. Wallace Shawn is in it. Okay. That caliber of actor. Okay. Every one of them is fantastic. It also has Kathy Ireland. I didn't want to mention her in the string of gifted actors, but yeah, our group sitting there and mocking it the whole time is going to absolutely love every second of it. What's your opinion of the early 80s fantasy, like, staple movies that are not that good? So, like Crawl, Beastmaster, Beastmaster Crawl. yeah. Like, what's what's your perspective oh, on them? I like those. Do you? We both mentioned Crawl and Beastmaster first. I mm-hmm. think Dragon Slayer actually is my favorite one. Dragon Slayer is, by my recollection, the best of them. Yeah. Like, it, like, is a real movie more. The thing about it is, I feel like those ones are not going to hold up because I don't think they're going to be bad enough to be funny. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're actually going to be good enough to be watchable. Yeah. I haven't seen any of them in years. Last time I saw Kroll was at a sci-fi convention in like freshman year mm-hmm. or things like that. Yeah. And I haven't seen the other two since before. Well, and yeah, yeah, I, tellingly, none of us mentioned Conan. Yeah. But Schwarzenegger as Conan, I think, is what started that whole movement. It was. The of thing about it movies. is. Conan's but a good that's movie. It's a good movie. It's like it's the first one in yeah. particular. Yeah. Even the second one is good. Mm-hmm. They eventually get kind of schlocky and weird. They do. But James Earl Jones in that movie yeah. is so intimidating. Like that's not a that's just a good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there were a bunch of these knockoffs, Clash of the Titans, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, you I, put Clash of the Titans in that same category? I would put it in because yeah. I think it was the same mindset that created it. See, of, but, look, people are digging these fantasy things. Let's do one, but rather than make up our own, let's just use Greek mythology. But Clash of the Titans has a budget, right? That's, it does. Clash of the Titans is like, I think you have to put that in the Conan category. Like, things that are 
propelling the creation of the B movies. You you this. are correct. Yeah. I recently because my 11-year-old wanted to watch it. Yeah. Rewatched the modern Clash of the Titans remake, uh-huh. which is not a good movie. Mm-hmm. And I I was unfairly dismissing the original because of that. The original is is better than a lot of those. Yeah. I mean, the special effects alone in the original mm-hmm. are so cool. Yeah. So I would have to move that up into the the good movie <laughs> tier as opposed to the tier that's fueling all the B movies being made to copy them. The A movie, yeah. if you will. I never saw the modern Clash of the Titans. You never did? No. Did you ever see the... It, it isn't bad enough to mm-hmm. be fun yeah. to watch. It's got some good scenes and it has some good effects. What about uh, Gods of Egypt? Did you ever that see I that? I have never seen. Because that kind of moves in the bad movie circles. Oh, yeah. But it's so high budget that I'm worried that it's not actually like... <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's apparently genuinely terrible. Even beyond the obvious things like all the Egyptian gods are white and, and stupid choices like that. I mean, it got absolutely horrific reviews. Nobody enjoyed the mm-hmm. story. I don't know if it would be fun to watch in a bad movie kind yeah. of way. Yeah, let us know in the comments. Is this like an actual fun bad movie or is this just like, for instance, I thought, and maybe I'll have to give it another try. I thought the Battlefield Earth would be an enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I didn't enjoy myself. It was just, it was just boring. Yeah. You know, sometimes these movies that have the big budgets, that have the stars attached, that go wrong. There are some fun things. There are moments in uh, Battlefield Earth that almost redeem it, but mostly it's just bad mm-hmm. and not fun. But on the other hand, the Dungeons and Dragons movie, the old Dungeons and Dragons movie. <laughs> this oh. like the Marlon Wayans yes. Dungeons and Dragons? That one, because you get to watch yeah. Jeremy Irons have to act in this thing. That one's pretty fun. <laughs> yes, that one does cross the line over into enjoyably yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. I actually have high hopes for the new one. Not yes. that we're talking about that, but the upcoming D&D one looks James Gunnish enough that I think it will actually yeah. be fun on purpose. I'm happy to see that. Like when I watch Trail, I'm like, okay, they get it. This, mm-hmm. this, this seems like it'll work. Unless it's some of the Suicide Squad thing where they had someone make the trailer who had to salvage <laughs> a movie, then it looks like that will be... A legit fun movie. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. There was another one. A lot of the really campy, I love how bad this is kind of movies that I watch are Japanese. Okay. And there was another one, and I can't remember the exact title of it, but it was Chainsaw Girl or something like that. I've heard of something like it, that. It was uh, not to be mistaken for Chainsaw Man. No, the comic not, that's happening nothing right to now. do with yeah. the the ongoing yeah. manga. Mm-hmm. It was an old schlocky thing. For all I know, it was part of the Tsukuban Deka series, but I don't mm-hmm. think so. Girl gets, you know, some horrible thing happens to her. Criminals, you know, kill her family or something, and then she decides to wreak horrible revenge. You know the scene in uh, Army of the Dead yep. when he gets his hand cut off and he fixes a chainsaw yeah. to it? Army of Darkness. You got to mix Is up. that Evil so Dead 2? Evil Dead 2. Okay. Army of Darkness, he gets the metal hand. He starts yes. with the chainsaw. Okay. So. That's, mm-hmm. You're correct. Yeah. Imagine that scene where he puts the chainsaw on his hand mm-hmm. and then a very bad Japanese filmmaker decides to make an entire movie that's just that. Um, that sounds pretty good. It actually is... Yeah. 
I loved watching it. I don't know if it's one I would show to the company because it was pretty violent. Okay, as yeah. As you would expect. I mean, that's the, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we will make sure to try to invite Ben to some of these, even though yes, he's not in the company. we should. where was he? Did you invite him? I did not. You didn't even tell him about- No. I invited several people to the New Year's party and then realized, oh, there's not enough room for all of these people in here. So I didn't invite anyone to the bad movie. But now that I see how many people actually show up, we'll do it. What I do want to say as a closing note, Mm -hmm. if you out there, beloved listener, have a favorite bad movie that you love for the reasons we've been talking about, please let us know what it is. Let me put an asterisk on that. That we can show to a company... (laughs) Yes. Of people who may not have the threshold for graphic content mm-hmm. for something like Chainsaw. Whatever. Uh, girl. Yeah. yeah. So like Equilibrium's pushing it, but we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Equilibrium or below on the threshold of content, I would say, is uh, is what we're looking for. There you go. How's that, Ben? Ben. <laughs>